Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit PlanetBroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Vic and M's Comedy Gems. My name's Vicky Hanlon. And I'm Emily Trasadar. Vic and M's Comedy Gems. Please don't. Okay. Yeah, um, alright, well, I'm going to put that in the back of my head for an organising of the show. Around there, maybe. Sounds good. Yeah, you're the only one here with the effort to put this shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's alright, there's, there's a few in the... In the, the Bank. Thank you. The back of your brain. The bank. The bank. That's the chartered account. Cash money. Vicky Hamlin Bank. Yep. Hello and welcome to another episode of Vic and M's Comedy Gems. Hello, Vicky Hamlin. Hello, Emily Tressida. It's me, Emily Tressida. It is you. You kind of gave that one a bit more oomph. Yes, I'm really excited because this week's guest yes. is someone that I am so very happy to have on the pod. Yay. We really should have had them on earlier. Yes. It is the fantastic Anna Piper Scott. Yes. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for being on the pod. Thank you for having me. This welcome is, to uh, Melbourne, even though it is very belated. It's very belated. Welcome to Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, I've I, no one's had me on a podcast in Melbourne yet. Really? This is the first one I've done. Really? We have I, rushed this. Yeah, I, we, I, win. Scoop. we win. Scoop. I was offended, honestly. Because <laughs> everyone in Melbourne has one. Everyone has a podcast I mean, in Melbourne and no one wanted me. And I'm like, what is this? Bigotry. <laughs> yeah, it's the Perth. They're, they're like, oh, I don't know, Perth people. It's yeah, <laughs> I, I'm glad I'm being hated for being Perth rather yeah. than being trans. It's really, <laughs> no, they, that's they, fine. Being from Perth, though. <laughs> I mean, that thing you couldn't decide or choose rather. None of the things fucked you. Yep, fucked you up hard. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was born where I was born. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Your parents should have been better. That's what born this way was about. Yeah. Being, <laughs> being from Perth. A hundred percent. Just oh. Lady Gaga released that, and when Perth is like, she gets us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love that. I love it. Uh, it is a pleasure to have you on the pod. You have been in Melbourne for a little while now. Yeah, like uh, six months. Oh, wow, that's not wow. even that long. Yeah. That's really a I was short about to say, if, it feels like a longer time because I have been crushing so hard. And it's also true. no podcast. So it's just really just been taking the toll. Yeah, yeah. it's just dragging day by day. How when will I get on a podcast? not getting the podcasts? I get it. I really do. You absolutely have been crushing around the place though. Definitely. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. 100%. Yep. Every gig that I've seen you do has been phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I was I was unaware. No. <laughs> Blissfully unaware. Yeah. And now you're like, God damn it, I have to live up to the hype. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, I'm actually disappointed. I thought success would feel better than this. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> so the knowing that things going well is actually really disappointing. Yeah. It's just a... Is this what a... going well feels like? Because I feel like shit. Oh, if, that, <laughs> yeah. if that doesn't fill the hole, nothing will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's success for you, though. The more you have, the more you want. The more you yeah. want it, and Ooh. more you want. We've gone deep already. Yeah. Yeah. I... You'll never catch that dragon. We're, we're taking the Nanette turn very early in this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do, normally we wait for three quarters of the way through, and yeah. then, but nah, not this time. Now, Anna, you've never been on the pod, but what we do on the pod is we each bring a story. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, you can either be sandwiched. So I can do a story, you can do a story, Vicky can do a story, or you can go first, or you can headline the stories. It's so up to you. How do you feel? I I, I feel intimidated. I That's fair. I mean she she did she doesn't normally give the guest like options. the options. Yeah. So I, I feel grateful for that. Yeah, but I also it feels I'm gonna be honest, Vicky, uh, it feels a little bit unprofessional. It to does do this. a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How I'm like, dare I'm, like you I'm gonna come in and they're gonna have a structure. And tell me <laughs> I have how to been do doing my podcast. this podcast longer than you have been in Melbourne. And you still don't know how to fucking run it. Um, can we swear on this? Um, yeah. Cool. Definitely not. Fucking Look at Anna. Comes in here, can't be a guest. Really thought you would have had more research about the level of swearing you could do in this podcast. <laughs> Which is literally whatever you want. Great. Well, I'm not going to give you the option. I have something to say and I'm going to say it. So I'm going to say it out loud. And, Perfect. And just... Look, it's going to be quite obvious who I'm talking about oh, well. if you know anything about my career at all. So basically... This is the end of her career. Well, this is... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of my career as I know it. So hopefully you release this in a little bit of time. Yeah, I can so wait that for I can, it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, make the old announcement. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so basically I've been at a luncheon today or a lunch, if you will. I don't know what's the difference what's between, the difference a, lunch between a, luncheon? a luncheon and a luncheon. I feel like a luncheon is like more official, and there's like okay, people there. It was a there. luncheon. It was yeah. a luncheon. Yeah. I feel like if it's just you and a mate having that's lunch. That's lunch. Yeah. Okay. Whereas if it's like a a, a company gathering, yeah. that's a luncheon. Yeah. I feel like if someone gives a speech, it's definitely a luncheon. There was no speeches, but it was definitely a company of people. But like, if you're having lunch with one of your friends and you want to turn it into a luncheon, just give a quick speech. Yes. Stand just up. Just a monologue about how that guy Spring on the dance glass. floor was a real piece of yeah. shit. Yeah. Um. I went to this luncheon. Re- okay, highlights. Mm-hmm. Rose. Yeah. Second highlight, Greek food. Great. Big into it. Yeah. Lots of food, lots of wine. Very happy. Free. Yeah. Very big highlights. Free food, always a highlight. Definite low light. Okay. I feel like at some points in my life, mm-hmm. my life is like honey and or another like musical movie. Oh, right. I thought you meant the food. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, But you mean the Jessica Alba movie. Yes. Right. But also both. Sometimes my life is like the actual honey. It's so sweet, so smooth. Everyone loves me. Okay. Um, but most times it's like the musical movie Honey. Yes. And or like the most stereotypical like... I'm going to move to New York and become famous. Okay. And then everyone's a cunt to me. So like Mariah Carey glitter. Yeah. Yes. Christina Aguilera Belair. Yes. Side note. Are you impressed that I knew that Jessica Alba was in Honey? Yes and or no. I've never seen that movie. But you know me. There's (laughs) definitely nothing in that movie that I would want to watch at all. It's a very good film. I, I feel like. You don't TV. need to have watched Honey to yeah. know every single thing yeah. that happens in I, Honey. I, that's exactly Which right. Which is yeah. my point. Yeah, because <laughs> sure. in all of these films, there's one cunty straight white man mm-hmm. who, can we swear? Yes, we bloody can. <laughs> who comes through. And was it's just was a, that you or is that your impression of the straight white man? <laughs> well, a little bit of both, <laughs> both. to be honest. Uh, comes through and is just a real big asshole. Sure. And, and you, the smaller fish, feel like a fuck. Yep. So basically, the low light of my lunch was just having this person yep. be like, oh, did you say something? Sorry, I did not hear that because I only listen to important things. I can't believe but that like, was literally you... a thing that was said to you. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. But like, 
You brought me to this lunch. You're paying for my fucking dolmares. Yeah. And my rosé. Yep. And then the the only thing you say to me at this lunch is, I don't listen oh, to you. did you say something? Because I didn't hear it. I only listen to important things. <sighs> Why though? Why? Why? Why am I here? Why? Why are you there? Yes. I, I... Good question. I'm very confused by that. It's yeah. dumb. I just, I don't understand anyone's thought process to talk to anyone that way. No, it, Well, I mean, exactly. just like... If he doesn't want to listen to you, he can just not listen to you. Yeah, and he doesn't have to bring attention to you it. Yeah. Like, also- like to be like, oh, I'm doing such a fantastic job of not listening to you. It means you were listening to you and you just don't have a better comment. Yeah. <laughs> just being that- like, I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear it because I do not have a comeback. Yeah, because basically <laughs> the situation was myself and a bunch of other people at this lunch were having like a bit of a personal joke lunch off. Like we were just, it was really, really fun. And we were like sitting around making jokes with each other and it was awesome. And then this guy comes over after we've had these jokes for like 45 minutes, sits Mm -hmm. down and we're still joking about it. And so I say, oh, don't worry about it. We're just having a a few personal jokes. To which he responds, oh, I'm not listening. Don't worry about it. Like, bleh. I only listen to important things. Like, start. Sorry, I'll take out my headphones. I was actually listening to an audiobook. Uh, oh, God. Fucking honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, the audiobook novelization <laughs> of the movie Honey. <laughs> so important. I, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm with him on this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I that's what I would much prefer to listen to that, let's be honest. That's, yeah. yeah. That's uh, fair. But yeah, so that was the low light. Well, fair. Um, if, if any of the listeners have any hot takes on that. What if the thing he was listening to was this podcast? And he's like, I, I don't listen to you. I highly doubt that. Because yeah. I'm going to listen to you <laughs> I don't think when you're working hard this. rather no, than enjoying. I highly doubt that. I would place all of my money, which yes, is not a lot, same. but all of my money on the fact that this person has never listened to our podcast. 100%. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> As, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Also, also, how do you know something's not important without listening to it? I mean, that's a really this, good point. No, you know, you know how he knew? Because, because you were t- talking. Because I am who I am. Yeah. To him, I am nothing. Yeah. And that is not on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting. You could never be important. Yeah, yes, nothing you say exactly is right. ever important. I'm really, and this, to... I really hope this is released a little bit later, but I really I can hope, wait. I really hope that in the future I am fucking crushing, <laughs> like everything I'm doing, I am crushing and I can turn around and anytime he even looks in my direction, I can just be like, I'm so sorry, I can't look at you. I can only look at people that are important. <laughs> can only look that's, at famous people. That's the dream. Who is it? Really, I cannot say it on this podcast. Because you, you sound like you're like, like oh, it's going to, it's going to, yeah, I think like it's going to like damage your career right now without you having named the person. I don't think it's going to damage my career. She's mouthing Barry Humphries over <laughs> I can't believe that you just called out Barry Humphreys on the podcast. Right? That would actually, yeah, no, that would definitely not damage my career. Yeah, I think that would be. I reckon A-okay. we could. I reckon we could name him. I reckon we can. Barry, name him. I, can't, yeah. I can't Good believe. Old Barry. Yeah, or bad old Barry. Bad yes. old Barry as comedy actual... icon. Oh god. Yeah, I don't really know about that. <laughs> like, I'll be honest. The only it's... thing I know Barry Humphreys from is when he was on the biscuits and the, <laughs> the ice creams <laughs> for a very short period of time. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. That's some Isn't Dame Edna average still... branded things. Yeah, I'm yes. like, oh, these are nice. Yeah. Isn't there still a street or something named? No, I think they. No, there's yeah, there's Dame Edna. Oh yeah, okay, uh... Dame Edna. It's an alleyway. I don't know what yeah. it's actually called, but 
Yeah. Uh, there's there's it's actually a transphobia lane in Brunswick <laughs> named after him as well. Okay. Um, well, yeah. I think I guess maybe that evens it out. I don't. I I think the street should be renamed as well. Yes. My opinion. Yes. But yeah, um, so that's my ostentatious trash line. Yes. Yeah, ostentatious right. line. Name it after a true comedy icon. A true. Comedy Someone we can icon. all get behind. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, just a fun fact. He has 1,500 Twitter followers. Yeah. So that's, shut the fuck for up. For someone who's an icon of the last 40 yeah. years of Australian comedy. He's, he has 1,500 Twitter followers and he's blocked all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm actually really insulted that I haven't been blocked by him yet because I've like retweeted awful tweets about him and liked them and that's normally all it takes and he hasn't blocked me yet. He only what read, do I have to do? It's a problem. He only reads important tweets. In, exactly, that's... right? <laughs> I'm so sorry, I wasn't listening. I only read important tweets. <laughs> he doesn't, though. His problem is that he responds to every single one. Because he's got nothing else to do. Yeah, he's, yes, I know. Please it's amazing. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> How about this? Austin? Oh. Yeah, well, I can't even remember what his real name is. Because I, I don't care. That's why. It's actually, it's Barry Humphreys. Yeah, that's it's not the Barry Humphreys character. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised. Me. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Oh, God. But I guess that's like, yeah, that's my story of the week. Just like fucking dickheads in comedy. Yeah. A bit over I, I, Yeah. I mean, that's not specific to comedy. I think that's just like business people, to be honest. There's a lot of Well, them. yeah. That's why I said like any, like, I want to make it big in Hollywood. Yeah. Or like any film that's about any type of like minority trying trying to make it in the world at anything and then just some fucking huge ceo being like not today yeah fuck you hate that always punch down that's the the rule right it's so (laughs) stupid because i don't understand what you think is gonna come of that like i my career trajectory is only on its way up yeah i can't i can't possibly be worse than i am now right (laughs) Unless, of course... She's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. every year you're getting you progressively improve, better. Of course, yeah? Yes. And, and, and the only notes I've had from the show are it's way better than last year's show. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like amazing or it's way better than last year's show if they've seen both. So the only way I am going is this way. Sure. Upward, yeah? Yep. She's so, miming upward. That's yeah, what she I'm said miming upward. I'm very good at podcasting. <laughs> I've been doing it a while. And, uh, and I feel like you could hear the hand gesture in yeah. this page. I think so too. I, I, I really like... think the energy of my, like, the tone of my voice yes, really just... Like, it did get there, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like um, everyone listening right now is like, I bet her hand is going yes. through the air mm-hmm. like yes. her plane taking off. Yeah. Yes, like exactly. they pictured it. They yeah, didn't need me. They, they didn't did. need you. And <laughs> they don't need me. So I just don't. We'll just feel... leave and let her yeah. continue on her own. <laughs> I, I think she'd be fine with it. I just don't feel like there's any benefit to you fucking me off at this point, like making me angry at this point. Yeah. Because all I'm going to do is flip a table in your face and then become huge. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And even like even the if hubris you, on this one. No, nah, but even if you didn't become big, that's you're definitely not the only person that he treats that way. No, yeah, exactly. So like he's, someone he's treated that way and will become. I huge. can name one that's actually not a minority, but actually, yeah, just a fucking stone cold crusher. So yeah, exactly. Suck on those apples. <laughs> is that the term? Sure, is that the phrase. It is yeah. now. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Well, you're, you're big enough now. You know, the hand is high enough in the air that you can make it a phrase. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Hashtag suck on them apples. <laughs> make that a thing, guys. 
Could everyone listening to the podcast just tweet hashtag suck on their mouthfuls at ostentatious and you'll never understand what's happening. <laughs> oh, I love Why that. Why do people keep saying this? So much. So much. I love that. Please, everyone do that. I know roughly the listenership of this, and if you all did it, that would be fucking incredible. <laughs> so, a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, just because people don't listen to podcasts all at once. Like, there's a bunch of people who are going to listen to this when it comes out. Yeah, they're going to get a bunch of subscribers exactly. who, like, seven months from now, yep. listening to this. Yep. And they're going to just ostentatious seven months from now. It's going to be like, why do people keep saying this? It's all the They've time. They've been doing it for seven months. <laughs> it won't stop. And I have to reply to all of them and I don't know what to yeah. say. <laughs> just hashtag suck on their apples and never explain it. If he ats you, just be like, don't at me. Yeah. And then block him. And then block him. Yeah. That's perfect. Anna, what's been happening in your world? Um, I've I've been just seeing stuff at the comedy festival, which is really boring for a comedy podcast. No. To be like, I saw shows and they were good. Um, well, I mean, I didn't really get to see shows and so... I'm quite happy for everyone to talk about the shows that they saw in the comedy festival. Um, and when this comes out, when Je- yeah, of course, jealous. Like if we recorded like- this a week ago, then mm-hmm. people will be like, "Oh, I can still see these shows." But then it's yeah. like, if I just talk about it, it's like you missed out yep. on amazing things, yeah. and they're never going to be seen again. Yeah, we have a couple of listeners. Well, we have a lot of listeners from um, like either interstate or internationally, but a few of them that have messaged us and been like. This is really like I'm really jealous, and I wish I could just be in Melbourne. I'm like, ah, I mean. I'm in Melbourne and I didn't get to do it, so you know, I'm with you. Um, I, I will, I'll tell you a story from just before the festival. Great, um, because it involves me and it's therefore much more interesting to me. Sure, um, <laughs> perfect. So I did a, a gig at a, a, a kind of all women's lineup. Very fun. Very mm-hmm. happy to be included. And I do this story that I've been doing for a little while, where I, I talk about how everyone gets very angry and scared about trans women coming mm-hmm. into women's bathrooms. Right. You know, they're like, oh, they're going to molest the women, you know, um, because they can't do that already. Um, <laughs> and, and this isn't material, but it's something I've never understood. It's just kind of like, if you ban trans women from bathrooms, how in hell do you expect to police that? Yeah, that's a strange. Like thing just having to... like a guard at all of the bathrooms, just doing a quick grope of everyone's genitals to make sure that they're fine, to make sure that no one gets groped. Like it's like, how do you test it? It's yeah, a no, very it's good, very silly. Look, yeah. if we're going to ban trans women, we need to make sure everyone has their birth certificate with them at every moment. <laughs> and, just yeah. and, the, and they're not from a place where you're allowed to change your birth certificate. Yeah. And, yeah. I think it all just comes from this idea that kind of you can just tell by looking at someone whether they're trans or not. Mm, and you can't. Not we're really. <laughs> Absolutely, though. You absolutely cannot. No. Yeah. Anyway, so I was telling the story and, and um, this woman who was competing in the lineup again this is gonna be a podcast of us not naming names sure um but older woman blonde hippie Mm -hmm. um who um started to kind of question me going okay but i've got this trans woman who uses the gym the changing rooms at my work where where oh at my gym where i go to gym and was like yep i'm like that's not different from bathrooms in any like I'm like I don't know what she was expecting. Yeah, like I was going to be there going. Oh no! Oh well, that's different. It's definitely different. We we molest in change rooms all the time. 
Just different bathrooms. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Bathrooms, safe space, change rooms, go for your life. Yeah. What the fuck? It's so weird, right? Super, super strange. I was just like, I'm like, I don't know why she thought it was an important distinction. Anyway, I ended up chatting to her for like half an hour. Okay. And kind of. You have a lot of patience. Yeah, a lot of patience. How yeah. did you do that? Um, You're an absolute queen. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I try and kind of like approach transphobes with like love and empathy. Like I was saying yeah, this to um, yeah. Chloe Black really earlier today, another trans comedian. Sure. We hang out together. Um, um, no biggie. And <laughs> um, we're not forming a revolution or anything. It doesn't matter. Um, Shh, don't tell Yeah, you absolutely <laughs> don't say anything yet. Why would I say that if we were doing that? I'm clearly definitely not doing that. Reverse Can we cut this out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was hanging out with her and I'm like, I'm like, I feel like transphobia is in a weird place where anyone who's homophobic or racist now has made a definite decision. Whereas most people don't know about trans people. So they're kind yeah. of like, if they're yeah, transphobic, right. they don't they're, know they're still yet. figuring it out. Yeah. And then there's still like a chance to save them with a bit of just facts. Sure. Okay. Um, That's like a really, really positive way of looking at it. Yeah. Like yeah. a very optimistic way of looking at yeah. it. I was going to say that is a very optimistic yeah. way of looking like at it. Like 10 years from now, that. anyone who's a transphobe has like known enough trans people and they're just they're like committed just, to being yeah. hateful. Yeah. Anyone now is just kind of like they don't it's know. It's ignorance. Um, yeah. They right only heard about trans people a week ago and they're still scared. <laughs> um, what is it? I don't understand. <laughs> what? Oh, the, the change rooms. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I, I chatted and kind of like explained very kind of, you know, trans women are more at risk than a risk and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, and actually really moved the needle on her and she changed her mind. Wow. Which was great. And she, that, she gave me a hug. Never heard, really, I don't think, of people's minds being like changed. Well, maybe because, Anna, you're right. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. but like... Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I mean... Definitely in, I'm right. No, 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 in the sense Did that... Did I say pe- something? Then it was right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in the sense that people aren't necessarily aware enough to know what their position is yeah. and know that I guess their that my, position yeah, is Yeah, I think that my, my thing is that people usually are so stuck in their, no, I'm right... And it doesn't matter what they hear, whether... Wait, is it Anna? <laughs> no, no, no. But you know what I mean? It's like... She said something. She's right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come here to be called out. Like <laughs> well, you came to the wrong podcast. <laughs> um, no, but you know, like, because people, like, I, I guess it's more probably internet arguments than yeah. it is face-to-face arguments. Yeah, I think internet right. arguments internet are different. fucking crazy. Yeah. My, my, I, I mean, I still try and respond to everyone with love and empathy and, and facts. Sure. Facts are very helpful. Mm. Um, yeah. And the they, facts are yeah. always on my side. Mm-hmm. Um, Which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm right. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I find that it, my, my policy with, like, internet arguments is going... Um, the person I'm arguing against is I'm not going to have to change their minds, but mm. there's a bunch of people lurking in the comments. Because, yeah. I mean, if you're anything like me, you've read a bunch of Facebook arguments that you've not participated yeah. in. Right. All just the like, time. Just like, like the, yeah. coyly looking at and, yeah. and, and picking a side. Because usually the ones you don't participate in are the ones you don't know about. Yes, sure. So if I'm the one who's funny and right and, mm-hmm. um, you know, got the facts and, and not resorting to insults, then people are like, oh, this bitch seems to know what she's talking about. Sure, totally. And my... My biggest grievance with those ones is that the person who you're arguing against can just all of a sudden just delete everything and then all of your hard work that you've put into that just disappears. And all those people that were lurking just don't get to see it anymore. Yeah. Because there was a particular instance that happened on Facebook that wasn't, it was a, a racism argument, not a like homophobia or transphobia or anything. It was all, it was all race related stuff. And because the, 
original wrong person started the comments and then all of the comments followed from that, he could just delete that whole thread. And yeah. then it was just gone. And I was like, so many people took so much time and effort to try and talk to this dude. And instead of leaving it up there and letting everyone sort of just go on and have a look and, yeah. you know. My, my feeling about that is I don't think people delete a comment thread where they're convinced they're right. Oh, yeah. Oh, they no, they no, delete, no. It, delete it maybe when they're pretty sure they're right, but uh, yeah. if they've deleted it, there's some doubt in their mind like where they've gone, oh, this looks bad. Yes. The fact that I seem very racist this thread is bad for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. So even that counts as a win in my life. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, well, this particular person did DM the original poster uh, and give a real half ass not apology. Of like, I'm sorry you were offended. I can't believe Barry Hubbard. I know, right? He's just the worst. <laughs> that's that's really wonderful, though. That that conversation ended in a yeah. I think happy... that, so that that's not the end of the story. Though. Oh no! <laughs> no, it, it gets it gets better. Heck. So so she was like, okay, thank you so much, and thank you for taking the time. And she like seemed really grateful. Yeah. She gave me a hug, and she's like, are you going to be here? In, like, still in fifteen minutes? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Okay. And then she comes back, and and you need to realize earlier in my set. Um, I did this joke where I'm like, I'm so new to Melbourne, I don't even have a weed contact yet. Right. <laughs> so she's come back with a bag of weed for me. <gasps> she paid you, yeah, for she, your labor, for my emotional labor. Yeah. Like I got like, like, and a lot of weed. It was like, That's great. It, it, when we rolled it out later on, it ended up being like seven or eight joints worth of weed. Wow! And I'm like, fuck me, dead. Th- th- this is why you have those conversations with people. Yeah. You and can that get stoned particular bit as I'm, well. <laughs> I'm, I've never needed to be more stoned after a conversation. Oh, yeah. So it was a real fucking <laughs> gift. It was very appreciated. That is... That's beautiful. That is really actually quite beautiful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and it's kind of it's kind of like in my head now. Every time I'm doing emotional labor from now on, I'm like, I better, better be get a, f- a bag of weed is, out of this. this. Is worth at least I'll, five joints. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I had to explain to you not to use my old name. You owe me a joint. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> At least two joints, please. Yeah. yeah. If you can't afford to, if you can't send any money to my PayPal, just give me one of your joints. Yeah. That's fine. And that's, I, yeah. I Just give me some, some money to buy weed at the very yeah. least. Like, <laughs> but how good is that? That is great. That's really quite great. That is yeah. uh, one of the best stories that I've heard, like, that started in a, Pretty horrible way. Pretty horrible. Because I mean, like your natural instinct when someone comes up to me, like, explain this to me right now. I know you've got places to be, but I demand an explanation. Yeah. To be like, fuck you, and give them like a snarky comment, especially when you're a comedian and smart, snarky comments are how you shut down yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and but I, I told her, I just I'm like I sat down and explained it and kind of like you know batted away all her objections. And, sure. And I think I think what really helped her was having language of like I see where you're coming from, but you're wrong, rather than just you're yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I understand how your thought process has got there. Yeah. However, yes. it is incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I think is kind of like all these people need sometimes. Because sure. I feel like some people are like you're an idiot. It's like no, I got to my wrong conclusion through logical reasoning. Yep. But yeah, I also think okay. that sometimes, like, this is no excuse for sure, but I think sometimes people talk out things before they even understand what they think about that thing. Yeah. Like yeah. I've, yeah. I've got friends that will say something out loud and I'll be like, that is silly. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, but why? I've, I've just said this all out loud and it makes sense in my mind. And I'm like, okay, well, let's backtrack to this one thing you said. That's wrong. Let's go from what there. about that next thing you said? Because of that first thing you said, that's still wrong. Like, yeah. And then once you talk it out with them, and they're also like involved in that conversation. I feel like they can be like, oh, okay, 
I'm a I'm a talker to learn. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. You know, obviously every situation is totally different, but I do think that there are people in the world that are like that. De- oh, and, there's definitely people like that. And yeah. I think maybe so the problem with them. like a lot of internet arguments is like these people just have no real um outlet not outlet but no real like people are just like keyboard warriors are going to say whatever the fuck they want and someone else can comment back at them and they're like yeah cool but like there's no actual repercussion but like in a situation anna where you're in that conversation this person is looking directly at you you have obviously personal invested interest in this subject so you're not just going to say shit out of nowhere you're going to be like well actually let's look at this this and this and they'll be like oh fuck yeah, yeah, if they can yeah. see it affecting a real person in totally. front of their face, it has a lot more. Well, yeah, impact. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, it's case to case, but I think that definitely yeah. the internet makes there it very are easy to be disassociated. Obviously, totally, but it's super easy to be disassociated with what you're saying on the internet. Of course, yeah. and that's why I'm very, very not into social media and commenting on anything really at all. I, yeah. I get this stuff all the time though, as well, especially after gigs. Yeah, because I think most people have heard of trans people but sure. they haven't very often seen one in the wild <laughs> yeah um like i thought they were just a myth um <laughs> so i get I, when they see me and the fact that i'm kind of on stage and i've got a very kind of like techno prisoners very swaggery kind of style and they're kind yeah. of like well if i offend this person she can take it like i don't seem fragile right, at all yeah. so i think they're yeah. very kind of like okay and the fact that i'm right about everything helps also well. that um, help, yeah I, I don't know why I keep saying it to you, Emily. Like people can't see this podcast, but whenever I say I'm right, I look at Emily. I mean, I'm as not... like I need to tell you, Vic knows. Vic know, knows I'm, I'm right. Aware. Emily, you need to understand. Yeah, no. Um, I'm still like fifty-fifty on this, actually, guys. <laughs> but I think that does that. That sort of comes from the place where, like, a lot of men will approach women after comedy, like female comedians after gigs, anyway, and be like, like even like cis women, and be like you i'm going to talk to you after because you're the person that i can relate to not relate to but like no talk talk to in to, a way that yeah. i'm going to feel superior yeah That's i fine. can have the upper hand yeah. talking to the chick yeah exactly 100%. You know? and, like, and she's the one who could use my feedback yeah yeah, yeah. You know? 100%. i feel like the other guys don't like need it because they're guys exactly. they'll figure it out i feel but like she's it's an extension just... of that confidence yeah to be able to come up to you and be like well, I'm going to talk to you about it. But I mean, like, men seem to avoid me after shows. Yeah, right. Which I don't, I mean, there's part of me that will, will always joke that I think they're worried it's contagious in some way. <laughs> um, well, but you're I, probably I mean, right. I but, mean, but you're women, always right. You are Women want to right. talk to me. Um, yeah. The, my favourite one, this happened a while ago, was mm. I did a did a set back in Perth. And, um, and, and for, for anyone who's listening, most of my set is just kind of like just, personal autobiographical stuff like very funny uh yes very funny and very <laughs> right uh, beat that joke into the ground um and this woman came up to me afterwards she's like i, I loved your set so much i'm like mm. oh thank you so much she's like she's like i just love how political it was and i'm like what <laughs> yeah she's like yeah it was just like you just up there and just like it was so political i'm like it's no, it's just made my life. Your existence has to be political now, does it? Yeah. yeah and then she's just... gone, I just I just love diversity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. And then she gave me a hug and she left. And I'm like, what up? She's <laughs> and she's trying to be so like she thinks she's been so yeah. lovely and wonderful and everything because yeah. I was complimenting you. Yeah. It's a compliment. It's the love how political you are. I'm like, it's not political. I just, it's me talking about how I've got My a nephew. Life. And <laughs> like, it's, yeah. like it's nothing, like I don't say who to vote for. <laughs> I don't mention any policies. Like it's just the fact that I exist is like super fucking edgy and woke. Like it's just. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that that's like a thing of like 
people who say they don't care about politics are the people that don't have to care mm. about that. So that's her way of saying, I, I care about what you're going through, maybe. Yeah. No, I mean, it was nice, but it's also yeah. weird. It is very weird. It is very weird. <laughs> Just to, like that I'm up there not doing jokes about my life and doing jokes about <laughs> diversity. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Speaking of a... diversity. Nah, not really, probably. Sure. Vic, do you have a story? Um, I don't have a story as such as I have a question for Anna. Okay. Um, okay. Out of, like, with, with no prompting. Uh. Is it a good DJ set if you just play one band? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I, am I settling a wager right now? I feel... I'm just interested to find out. Because again, again, listeners at home, I'm getting two very expectant looks <laughs> from both of these. So. I'm just... If, if you were going to do a DJ set... And then you just decided to essentially just play a greatest hits album of one particular person. Is that a DJ set or is that just a de- of greatest hits of a particular person? I, you sound genuinely like you don't have an opinion yet and you just want to hear my yeah, Yeah, I just want to hear what you're going to say. Um... I I think it's yeah it's just a it's a greatest hits album isn't it I I I, I like I used to make mix CDs a lot when yes, I was younger me too. um it's how I every single girlfriend I've dated has gotten a mix CD from me um, that's of course. so lovely because how else do you express love yeah I I mean I <laughs> I met my current girlfriend way after anyone has CDs but I'm like I've done one for everyone else and I feel like you're the one who's going to be around for yeah a while. I should probably still make you one so I had to get to like a CD burner from someone oh, and borrow right. it and like reinstall. <laughs> wow! And like download songs. That's commitment. Oh, that's yeah. that's commitment. I got a I got a mix CD for my boyfriend too. Really? Yeah. Aww. But I feel like you can't have more than a one song from an from artist on a mix. Okay, CD. that is ludicrous. Not ludicrous. I, I, I the the, only, the well, ludicrous, but one time. <laughs> yeah, Not one time. time. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think that's ludicrous because someone like Beyonce has so many bangers. I if know. You've got an hour DJ set. I think this is. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think four Beyonce songs are so fine. I feel like the most I could allow you as uh, the official arbiter of what's allowed sure. in a DJ set, sure. yes, yes. Um, as designated by Vicky. Yep, I gave uh, you this power. You're allowed mostly. a Beyonce song and a Destiny's Child song. That's insane. That's actually insane. <laughs> Have you seen that Beyonce has released a new Netflix film? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I yeah, will. it's literally the most fucking phenomenal thing. Yeah, I've but ever you're not going to put and that as your DJ me. set. Yeah, just... I know it's not for me, but I fucking love it, and it's so empowering. And I just feel like a lot of people need to fucking hear Beyonce. Okay, I've got a a lot of qualms about your two-song limit. Some <laughs> bullshit. This is some bullshit. Just play the Netflix documentary and count that as your one song. I would song. love that. And actually, just, Spotify just, has a whole playlist of just the, the Netflix documentary songs. And you can just put them on shuffle. Bam, there's your night. We've done it. We've done it? Get out of here. Both of you, just get the fuck out. So you're saying that no one but Beyonce deserves to be on that playlist? That she's the only worthy artist? According to myself in this present moment, yes. 
<laughs> Destiny's Amazing. Child, sure. I'm, I'll allow it. Because I, I just, I, 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 like, this is very egotistical. This is very, also very Nick Hornby and High Fidelity. Sure. Um, yes, I love it's, it. It's not, it's not a great look for me, I'll be honest. I feel like every time you're doing a DJ set or a mix CD, you're, it's, it's autobiographical in a certain yeah, extent. Yes. Yeah. And if you put, like, more than one song from the same artist, you're just kind of going, this is all there is to me. I'm very boring. I mean, I am quite boring. I like what I like and I know what I know. It just it feels like you're putting out like, hi, I just let you know, want to let you all know how basic I am for just one hour. I am hella just. basic. <laughs> French I onion am, dip. I just. am literally, there's, I'm so basic. Uh, Stasi from Vanderpump Rules, this is how basic I am, released a book called, I think like Basic Bitch or like Channel Your Basic Bitch or something. And I'm like, I definitely could have written that book. I don't know. I mean, the fact that you know exactly what Vanderpump exactly. Rules is, exactly. and that there's a book from it. Yeah, I don't. Exactly. I don't know who or what those things are. I, so. I speak my truth. Mm. I know who I, I am. It's just, yeah. Anyone who's gotten to the point where they're holding that book is already as basic as they need to be. <laughs> like they go. don't That's need further point. instruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, I don't own the book, but I know that it exists. Yeah. Right. So fair enough. I I know where I'm at. Look, know, re- I re- love re- who I am. Look, oh, I'm not. Saying honestly, don't reading you. a book would probably make you a little less basic. So. That's true. It's. I mean, I've never maybe, done it myself. Maybe, but should, I guess uh, I could try. You were asking me whether a Kindle was a worthy investment for your uh, trip overseas. Maybe you should do that just so you can read. I've these. already vetoed it. Oh, you do have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do oh, well. just download it and and review it on the podcast. Yeah. Do a Vanderpump Rules special episode. I don't think Vicky would be on board on board with that. Um, I don't know what it is, so I can't say reality yes television. Yeah, no, I know, but like, I don't know what it is. We don't need to. So go it's into about it right it's now. about this person called Vanderpump, mm-hmm. and, she, and rules. she rules. Yeah, great. That's actually not very far from the truth. But it's also is it's it? also like I think it's also like maybe a little bit Jordan Peterson of like here are oh, the rules. Right. Okay. You know? <laughs> also, so yeah. like rules is like a double meaning. Right. That's why it's a great show. It's just there's a lot of there's layers a lot of to layers it. to it. Yeah. There right. really truly the is. subtext is where it's really at. A lot of like. Is it Growth and Lisa? Yes. Vanderpump? Yes. Ha ha! I did it! Is she like property person? Sort of. Okay. What is she? She owns bars and restaurants. Okay. Which are technically property. They are property. Yes. I thought but she more was hospitality. I, okay, right. No, okay. I thought she was like real estate, but okay. No. Hospitality. The strip in uh, Beverly Hills. Oh, really? Or like LA? Is LA, is Beverly Hills LA? Yes. Well, yeah, it's so sort of, like yeah. LA Strip or whatever. I'm so annoyed because I know this is all being saved into my brain and I'm definitely going to remember. Yeah. Ah! I know, right? Ah! Yeah. That could come in handy at a trivia night. So Just everyone wait. don't fuck with me. So she starts talking about like Jersey Shore and tell me what you watched in the park the other day. Um, the season finale reunion of X on the Beach. X on the Beach. That's what it was. <laughs> I am who I am, Anna. Leave me alone. <laughs> Um, anyway, so we're DJing, not that this matters uh, time-wise to this podcast, but we're de- doing a DJ set tonight, yes, Emily. Yes, And I had one Beyonce song in my list. I did. And now I feel like I can't have that Beyonce song in my list because that... What was the song? Crazy in Love. Okay, good choice. But that also has... Um, Jay-Z. Yeah, Jay-Z. Yes. So... Oh, so you're like, oh, it counts as the Jay-Z song. <laughs> Yeah, I think it counts it's a as Beyonce a song, song featuring Jay Z. Yeah. Or is it the other way around? No, it's a Beyonce song. You know, that is the Fraser. song and the film clip where they met and they've been yeah. married ever since, or like together ever since. I, I mean, honestly, I, I would put one. I, I would feel even putting Solange after I've got Beyonce on the song <laughs> would be too much. Nepotism, I can't do it. Just. <laughs> I just want everyone to have a good time, and I know Beyonce is a good time. 
Yeah, but like there's other yeah. good times. She's not the only good time. Like yeah. she's, if she's, you want to have a good time, put in Africa by Toto. I guarantee that. I was thinking about filler. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can do that. I mean, it's a shared D- DJ set, so Vicky can do whatever she wants. Yeah. Except veto your fault. Yeah. Beyonce. So it'll be no, hundred percent. You can veto my songs if you really Toto, hate them as well. Beyonce and then Jefferson Airplane. I, I honestly feel like I'm in the middle of an argument, and it's not like <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've come in at a really <laughs> awkward time. I'm actually uh, currently emailing my lawyers. How the fuck do I get out of this podcast? Um, speaking of getting the fuck out of places, yep, yep, Anna, yep. you are from Perth. Yeah. And you got the fuck out of Perth. I did get the fuck out of Perth. Let's talk. Yay. I guess it's a little bit different, probably, because you've had. Almost two, not I, w- I won't say careers, but you've had two stints in comedy in Perth almost and then come over to Melbourne and also been doing comedy here. So I was going to say, what are the differences between Perth and comedy, uh, Perth and Melbourne comedy um, in terms of gigging, I guess, how often you can gig? Um, I, well... It's a very complicated question. I was going to say, that, there's a lot to that question. Um, and I I'm really not like persuaded that any of the answers are interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, we can- um, no, I, so Perth is uh, it's a very isolated place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was gigging there for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I transitioned partway through that. Yeah. Uh, right near the tail end. So I've experienced all different facets of that scene. Yeah, exactly. Um, and for anyone who particularly cares about the arts community in a very small regional town called Perth, <laughs> um, it's... Yeah, it's tiny. It's isolated. That isolation can breed weird weirdness, but mm-hmm. it also sets a very firm ceiling on how high you can get. Sure. Um, and the scene has kind of evolved. It used to be that Perth would kind of like breed all these weirdos would then come over to Melbourne and then Melbourne would be like, who the fuck is this person? Where have they come from? Yeah. You know, great weirdos like like Ben Russell and yeah. Xavier Michalides where it's like... The best weirdos. Yeah, yeah. But, but like a kind of weirdness where it only comes from being in a town where no one's watching sure and you can do whatever you want yeah you don't have to worry about there being a tv agent or a, yeah right you know yeah someone true. special in the audience you're like mm. i can do something stupid and ridiculous just and for the sake be, of it and yeah. i don't have stress i'll have fun it'll be great and that's it yeah but that's kind of changed in the age of social media because everyone's mm-hmm. connected to melbourne and everyone's doing sure. festival shows way earlier than they should oh boy then, are they <laughs> yeah and it's kind of this thing of like now people are like oh i've got to get as much stage time as possible so that i can be the best mm-hmm. uh and so i can be but they aren't using it well yeah they're just kind of like i'm gonna do well, that happens in melbourne yeah it's a people like i think having too much stage time is is a bad thing yeah I yeah think, we've had this conversation with a few people on yeah the I, th- I think Having a lot of stage time is great if you're using it smartly. Yeah. But if you're getting out there and doing the exact same joke yes. the exact Five same times way, a night, dumb. then you haven't learned anything apart from confidence, which you'll learn within anyway, six months yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, you, you haven't learned how to uh, that. You haven't figured out the best version of that joke because you aren't doing any different versions of that joke. Yeah. You're like, I've got to make sure it works in front of a hundred audiences before I change it. It's like, well, no. silly, yeah. silly. Um, but yeah, Perth is rapidly becoming a bit of a boys club as well mm-hmm. um everyone in melbourne complains about melbourne comedy being a boys club i absolutely disagree because I, I, I think sydney is such a boys club i think i can definitely see perth being a boys club Mel- melbourne's matriarchal is, yeah i think melbourne is fucking it's it's definitely turned a corner in the last two years yeah, yeah. but i'm coming over here and i'm performing on lots of lineups that like the only time I've been on a women women's only lineup in Perth is when it was like we have put a women's only lineup together. Yeah, yeah But right. I just happened to be on women's only yes. lineups where it's just the book is like, oh fuck, I didn't even realize that yeah. there weren't any men here. You I know? mean, that's the dream, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's the you know they just kind of like they put together a very talented lineup, and sometimes there happens to be a lot of women. Yeah, and um, yeah, correct. And, yeah. Some, and like I've done shows here, here where I'm 
the third trans woman to be on the bill. <laughs> yeah. And that's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know, which means that I get up there and I can do material that doesn't have to explain who the fuck I am. Yes. Yeah. Which is what I normally have to do when I am the first trans woman on a bill. Yeah. Is to have to be like, hello, you're confused. Let me explain. Yeah. Which I think like years ago, that was when a woman, like a cis woman, would get up on stage and be yeah. like, hi, I know that I'm not a man on stage. I just have to explain why yeah. I'm here, what I'm doing. And yeah. we've kind of finally grown out of that. But now you have to do that yeah. for your... And, oh, but, the fact, but, but I do appreciate the fact that all the women have gotten up before me, so I don't have to explain being trans <laughs> and being, and a, being woman. a woman. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> That's a Aww. little win. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I don't have to explain being a lesbian because there's a bunch of lesbian comedians who've done that for me. Yeah, so for like so you, can, you can be the person that's around. doing it for the future trans people you're right i am a hero yeah that's what i'm saying yeah speaking of being a you're hero, right, i am courageous yeah speaking of being so courageous, brave and this is so a brave. very important part of the pod we have reached the section of the pod that we like to call hypothetically yes we did it where i we ask you a hypothetical question based on our chats today anna are you ready not at all Let's okay go. all right so would you rather every day of your life you have to correctly explain to someone what Vanderpump Rules is <laughs> every day. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. <laughs> or every time you go out to have a little bit of a boogie, Beyonce is played at least seven times. Oof. Oof. So how many times do I have to explain Vanderpump? Every day. Every day. Once. And, and you Once can't do it day? like sassy or like... Like it's sincere it's conversations yeah, you're, yeah. You are, you're, I have to genuinely seem like I give a shit about yeah. No, you rules. don't need to care really necessarily But you need to get it right like, I have you to, need I to, to be genuinely like, care about getting the details yes, accurate Yes, <laughs> Like you have to say it correctly Like hypothetically someone says Is Lisa Vanderpump a property person? Yes. And then I go, no, no, no. Yes. She's in hospitality <laughs> She owns property but it's very different Perfect um, I mean, I can't imagine what someone doing that would sound like. Yeah, uh, it's weird to think about. <laughs> oh my god, it's me, Emma Chester. <laughs> um, look, I, I, I'd be fine listening to Beyonce seven times. It just, it just feels a bit lacking in variety. Okay, so you'd you know, be like, fine with every time you go out, you can dance to seven. Beyonce like this, tracks. this feels like me threatening you of going like every time you go out to get ice cream. Yeah, it's going to be chocolate ice cream. And you're like, well, I like chocolate ice cream. Yeah, chocolate ice cream. I like other kinds of ice cream. I'd like to have more than just chocolate ice cream. But, but it's not, it's not ice a cream. massive curse. It's not like you're, you have to have cockroach ice cream. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe oh. I should have done but, like seven of someone's shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah, nah. Yeah. I mean, Probably. Like also, if, it was, if it was Lisa Vanderpump's music, then <laughs> I'd be also having go, a real... going out. Or Lala like, Kent from Vanderpump Depending Vanderpump on where Rolls. you go, you're probably going to hear seven Beyonce songs anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's true. If you bar hopped, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I usually don't even have to go to a nightclub. Exactly. If, if you just walk around streets <laughs> on a Friday or a Saturday night, you will hear you'll drunk hear girls it. singing seven different Beyonce songs. 100%. <laughs> She is well, just yelling. All the single ladies, put your hands up, and like you don't need to put your hands up. We know. <laughs> we know. We're <laughs> aware. <laughs> we could tell. Uh, all right, uh, Anna. One yes. final question. Same question that we ask of all the guests. What are your thoughts on Spider Man? Oh fuck. Um, I I don't know if we've got enough time in the podcast. Can we just start a whole hour again? Yeah, if you, I, mean, I have a lot of thoughts about really? Spider Man. <laughs> Fucking love Spider Man. Yeah. I just watched Into the Spider Verse oh, like a month how ago. Good is it's it? so good. It's so good. It's not anything funny here. It's just fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like 
there's like a thousands of other, of other spider. I've been researching this recently, <laughs> like all the different other like Spider Men there are yeah. out, out there and Spider Women and, and yeah. all these different like Spider personas and. You know, I was fucking psyched. I'm was the like I feel like the only person I know who knew who Spider Ham was before the Spider <laughs> before the Spider Man. I'm like finally Spider Ham. Yeah, <laughs> I was oh. fucking going crazy. I was like more psyched for that than, than the like the Fair whole enough. and whole, also John Mulaney. Mwah, perfect yeah, voice the whole Spider Man. <laughs> and and again, like I'm the person who was like I'm so glad they cast Spider Ham correctly. <laughs> Yeah, but I was really worried. Like, like no. What if they fucked Spider Ham up? Oh my god! And then everyone's gonna think Spider Ham sucks when he's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. I just yeah, I was yeah, I was so psyched. Yeah. I, I like the whole whole movie. Like because like the first half hour, like spoilers, no Spider Ham. No, yeah, I'm like, where the fuck is Spider Ham? I demand answers. I want a refund. <laughs> Um, oh. So, I, and if if I care that much about Spider Ham, you can imagine how much I care about everyone else. That's <laughs> fair. Yeah, I'm very good. I'm, very I'm into this. This is. This I'm is I'm I'm really excited for the new Spider Man where they're like taking him to Europe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be interesting. That trailer looks really good. It's right? because yeah. there's Mysterio. I fucking love yeah. Mysterio. Um, Af- Do you know about Mysterio? Is it? It's Affleck, um, isn't it? No, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. That's what it is. Yeah. I was like, wait, it's someone big name, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I'm assuming that they're going to be like, he's going to be like, Mysterio, oh, he's my partner. And then all of a sudden he's bad. I assume that's the... No, so the whole gist of like Mysterio in the comics is that he's a special effects artist yes. who's sick of people making fun of him and not getting enough credit. He's like, I'm going to make myself famous by using my special effects to pretend I'm a supervillain. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it seems like they're doing that, but they're going to have him pretend to be a superhero. A superhero, yeah. So he's be like, look at me saving the day, but it's just his like fucking holograms that he's fighting against. Wow. Yeah. Like doing like a, um, what's his face from uh, The Incredibles? The oh my god, uh, syndrome. Yep, syndrome. that's his name. Syndrome. It also. I, I'm hearing that. myself now, and I now understand how. If you if you listen to me, that's how I felt listening to you talk about Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, wow, she's really fucking invested in this movie. This bullshit. <laughs> we are who we it. are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are who we yeah. are. You I'm- care about reality TV, whereas I care about shit that matters. Mysterio, Mysterio, Spider Ham. The important things in life. <laughs> and I like think you silly trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're always right, so it makes yeah. sense. True. Yeah, and I'm I into you... cool things. <laughs> <laughs> so much for being on Vic and M's Comedy Jams. Yay. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's you so are a gem. Fun. Thank you. Thank you so very much. And Thank we you. will speak to you soon. Yay! Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 